Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JB. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JB. Okay, all right, because it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajb.com. You were man on fire last night on the post. <laughs> Your boy is back. And that! This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. And a very happy Monday to you. Live, talking sports on the digital radio with you, the people, my favorite people, the Team B Media Sports Radio community. JB's morning show coming at you here in the great state of Arkansas for the better part of the last 15 years. We're not stopping now. We're not stopping now. Four months into the new operation, 95 plus shows. We threw a, we can't stop. I mean, we're talking about addicted to the game, baby. We can't stop. We, um, we got on the air on Saturday night. I wasn't even expecting to do that show, but man, it just, uh, it just happened. Arkansas and Lipscomb playing a very unexpectedly close basketball game at Simmons bank arena on Saturday evening. And so Arkansas lucky to survive wins it by a bucket 69 to 66. The hogs give up a 17 to nothing run to a team that is barely division one. I'm just giving you the facts here. I'm not saying it's good for me that the team is scuffling like this, but man, it's, it's disconcerting. Certainly gives us stuff to talk about. My goodness. Hope you're doing well and glad to have you on board on this 18th of the month of December. It is indeed 2023, but not for much longer, my friends. Two weeks from today, we are talking with you on the radio on New Year's Day, January 1st, Monday, January 1st, 2024. We will be live. That is the morning of the college football playoff semifinal games. And so we'll just hit the ground running that week. Now I want to remind you, this is our last week of shows of this year. Okay. So we've thrown you some extra ones in there. We're going to get into wrap up mode this week. We'll do a little bit of our year in review and look back at that stuff. Of course, we got a basketball game on Thursday night too, as Arkansas plays Abilene Christian, who's not a bad team, made the NCAA tournament last year. And certainly going to give Arkansas another chance to, uh, to show what it can do as the hogs try to figure some stuff out. But Thursday night, six o'clock, we've got that coming up and then right back around on Friday to break that down, recap it up and get you ready for the Christmas holiday. So last week of this month, there will be no shows, no live shows, no podcasts, just time to take it easy with the family and friends, but you know what you can do pretty cool. 
You could take any one of the first hundred episodes here on Team B Media, any of the 80 plus in the morning or the 15 or so in the post games, you listen back to any show you want. You want to go to the start of football? You can do that. You want to hear what our first week sounded like and what a hot mess that was? You can do that. Get into the Alabama matchup and Nick Saban week. Go there. Basketball. Hogs with wins over Purdue and Duke. You can check those shows out. Or maybe you want to pick right back up with the Dan Enos firing and what happened there. The crisis that football went through for a few weeks before Bobby Petrino was hired. We have had a ton of good content, much of it unexpected, but still awesome. Here in the first four months of this show, which comes to an end this week. I've not checked the numbers here this morning, but I know last week we were approaching 60,000 listeners. Expect to head past that number here this week. Y'all are making it fun and you're spreading the word. And we don't have a million people out there. It's not what I said. We don't have, you know, 500,000 people in the first couple months. These are radio numbers. You're talking about slices of demographics. But thanks to each and every last one of y'all for tuning in for a bit, spreading the word along or doing something that has allowed us to um, to speed up the process here on the real NWAJB. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe. You never know when we might drop an impromptu show on you like we did on Saturday night. But that game coming down to the wire, I mean, you got to start the conversation right there. What is going on? With Arkansas Razorback basketball right now, how come this team, very talented team with more rotational pieces we thought than Eric Musselman had so far in his run here at Arkansas, man, they seem a little short right now on some pieces, on some size, and certainly on chemistry, which is probably the most disconcerting thing of all. 69 to 66, Arkansas avoids a catastrophe at the hands of Lipscomb. I call it that because you've already this year lost to Greensboro in a game that you shouldn't have lost. And, you know, with some of your mediocre play in the Bahamas, I don't think you can afford any more, any more L's here before the year is out. Like, I don't think you can afford to lose to Abilene on Thursday. You can't afford to lose to Wilmington on the 30th before the year is out. You have used your, you know, get out of jail free cards. You have used your... Um, your mistake cards, enough of that. What happened on Saturday night? Hogs scuffling in the first half, really struggling against the zone. We're going to hear from Eric Musselman broke down the post game conversation about the nuts and bolts, six, seven minutes of it, but Moss almost in denial afterwards. I don't know if that's the competitor in him or the ego, or he just doesn't want word out on the street that his team can't handle a 2-3 zone. But I thought Lipscomb sticking to that zone, daring Arkansas to shoot the threes, and also forcing Arkansas to dump it into open big men. And they didn't seem very comfortable doing that. I don't think a lot of teams come out against Tremont Markin, Caliph Battle and crew, and Devo Davis, and Trevon Brazil, and try to play into 2-3. But Lipscomb with a size disadvantage had no choice. And it worked well for them. You know, Arkansas gets out to a 10-point lead. Lipscomb comes back, cuts it to single digits before the break. The Hawks dominate the first 10 minutes of the second half, setting the pace up and down. Tremont Mark leads the way with 17 points. Jalen Graham with some interior buckets. You're thinking, all right, this is the kind of Little Rock party we thought they'd throw. And then Lipscomb switching through some different looks on defense. Just seems so well coached. By the way, this is a Lipscomb team that was playing without its two leading scorers. 
you're listening, you're like, no way, Joshua. Yeah, they're two leading scorers from last year. One dinged up this year, one waiting for his eligibility to return or whatever. But um, Lipscomb batting down the hatches, played some D, scrapped for the loose balls, fought Arkansas for every rebound. Hogs only a plus one on the glass, even though you're a plus three and a half inches by player on your roster. I mean, that's just a question of want to and desire. Now, who wants to or desires to go play, you know, a barely division one team in Little Rock three hours from home? on a Saturday night, right before Christmas, right after final exams. That's a hard game to get your head wrapped around, regardless of when you're playing it. The fact that it was Lipscomb, I mean, you got to find better opponents there, I guess. Or it's like, why are you even playing that game? Announced crowd of 16,000. I wasn't there, so I don't know for sure, but talking to a few folks who made the trip, that's that's just Kremlin-ass jargon right there. They're just trying to upsell that number as much as they can for you. Uh, for who? For what is what I ask. I don't even know anymore. But the Hawks hold on, and they do it by the skin of their teeth. Some big buckets on the blocks down low by Makai Mitchell late because one of the keys to beating a 2-3 zone is cutting it and dumping it into the middle and then looking for the, the dish passes down low. They did that at the end. Makai Mitchell, six of six from the floor. Man, did he bail Arkansas out with some of those big buckets late. And then 11 points out of Graham in the middle. But the perimeter shooting not there. Caleb Battle, one for five. Just two points. His worst game as a hog so far. Nice to see Mark sparked off the bench. But Joe Pinion got the start over him. Played two minutes. You didn't see him again. I think that might be the end of Joe Pinion this year. I think we've seen the end of L. Ellis. While Keon Menefield is just beginning. Finding out late on Friday after we clamored at length about the need for someone to step up at point guard for Arkansas. Keon Menefield comes in the door. The grad transfer announced as eligible, cleared, able to play this year with a year left to go after. And man, Arkansas needs playmakers right now. Needs settling presences offensively. Menefield, 18 minutes in this game. Had himself two points three assists and a couple of rebounds bad. He's been practicing with the team. It's not like you have to start the whole thing from scratch. That's not what we're looking at here, but is he ready to jump right into the flow and be a 30 minute a game point guard guy? No, I don't think you need that out of him either, but I think you know that the LL is experiment is over. And I think, you know, that Layden blocker is not your point guard as interesting. A combo guard as he is. Locker at the end of the game, bricking a one and one that would have clinched it with what nine seconds left. I mean, you got to make your free throws. Gives Lipscomb another chance, wide open at the top of the key to tie it. You're lucky that game didn't go to overtime because if it did, we're probably talking about a very disheartening L today. Instead, I mean, you got to give me the silver lining. Arkansas won the game. Hogs avoided disaster. Had a 20 point lead with 10 minutes left. Gave up a 21-2 run to Lipscomb. Never gave up the lead, not completely, but it got cut down to one a couple of times there in the closing moments. And, of course, uh, the Bisons rimming out on a couple of threes there uh, would have tied this bad boy up. And so, if you're Arkansas, I mean, it's back to practicing in the drawing board. I think this team has got some issues. Chemistry-wise, offensively, I think they're going to have to put in a lot of work on a zone and how you attack and break that because no matter what Musk says, the video is out there now and Lipscomb stymied you 
with that zone. Arkansas looked perplexed at times operating against it. And uh, I don't think Arkansas is going to lose to Abilene Christian on Thursday night. I don't think they'll lose into UNC Wilmington at the end of the month. But you get into conference play, you got to play much more pristine basketball than you are playing right now. And I just think there's a lot of work that this team has to put in if they're going to even approach the kind of heights that the last, what, three, four Eric Musselman teams here at Arkansas have approached. Now, the first year's team, the Mason Jones, Isaiah Joe crew got COVIDed out. I still think they were going to be a tournament team and a tough out in a first round game. And then obviously elite eight, elite eight last year, sweet 16. So I'm not saying this team can't be a dangerous NCAA tournament team. I think there's so many pieces. It's almost hard to predict. They won't be a threat at the end of the year, but you got to get a hold of yourself right now. And uh, oh, to be a fly in the wall at practice right now, because you know, Eric Musselman is being appropriately merciless on his boys and on his staff as they try to improve and get themselves sorted out and a little more on the same page. Hogs beat lips come by three. The basketball team finds a way to get it done as we take that out of the weekend. College football, we got the early bowl games going, so we got some of that to work into the mix. Hogs have added a kicker. We'll talk about that as Cam Little leaves. You get another one in, which is interesting. So back to the transfer portal discussion. Of course, KJ Jefferson making it official on Friday afternoon as well that he's going to play one more year of college football, but it will not be at Arkansas. Our question of the day is up. Let's go concern level as we wrap the monologue here, talking Razorback basketball in a narrow victory, but a victory nonetheless against Lipscomb in Little Rock on Saturday. What's your concern level right now for this Arkansas Razorback basketball team as we move it forward? And we'll give you some options to respond to there on the social media as well. Uh, Phenomenal start to the morning, 15 minutes in. So good to have you on board. Got a lot to get to. Headlines. NFL games and more Eric Musselman sound in 10 minutes. We'll talk with Bobby Swafford coming up at eight o'clock sharp. And it's great to have you on board today. Josh Bertaccini here. You there, the real NWA JB. We're coming right back. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekend starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around, right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave, proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. 
When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback Land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post-game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. So good to have you here as we continue to hang out each and every morning, get more and more comfortable by the day, right? With the new parameters is you throw it on your phone or on your computer or on your mobile device of any kind, right? It is that easy to make this thing happen for yourself. There really aren't enough excuses to go around anymore. I had a guy the other day say, man, I miss your morning show. I'm like, but you follow on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You're always liking it. He's like, yeah, but is it, but then it's not on the radio. Oh, it's on the radio. Just not that radio. Oh, okay. I'll check it out. No, we don't need that. We need positivity and people who can use their brains. Couple different clicks, couple different buttons. It ain't that hard. Most of y'all having no trouble with it. And if you are one of our, what, five, 600, making it happen here each day on the pod being good for y'all as that continues to grow. And Spotify, another several hundred more. Apple, the same. Google, you add this up. We're talking just about a thousand listeners a day these days. A little under that, but getting there. And uh, it's pretty spectacular. 48 out of 50 states, 31 out of a million countries, 60,000 out of how many in this world? Six billion. Oh, we're going to get seven billion? Okay. Maybe we don't get there. Six billion, we had a chance. Seven billion, that's just asking too much. How about our question of the day today? In light of the basketball team and its struggles of late, let's go point blank with it. What do you think? What is your concern level for Arkansas Razorback men's basketball right now? What is your concern level 
for Arkansas Razorback men's basketball. We'll give you four options. Extremely high, medium trending up, no worries until SEC, like no sleep till Brooklyn, baby. Well, BC's boys for you. Uh, no worries until SEC. Ad Rock, where you at? Then still pretty low would be on the board too. So extremely high, medium trending up, no worries till SEC, or still pretty low. You don't really have a point guard. You're not playing like a top 25 team, let alone a top 12 team. Give me something. I like Cody in the chat room. It ain't that hard, JB. It ain't that hard. The new setup is more flexible, more time shiftable. We DVR for you every day. Like I had another buddy over the weekend. JB, you did a cool special edition post game show. I'm sorry I missed it. I'm like, man, we DVR'd it for you. Don't worry. We got your back. Other items. We'll get Derek Musselman sound in a minute. The women's team won as well on Saturday. That was good to see. As they bounce back and get a victory. Man, they're a mess right now. College football bowl season has started, but nobody cares about these games yet. NFL. This is a pretty interesting weekend. Jets officially eliminated. Whatever. Ravens over Jaguars last night. They lose another tailback in Mitchell, but they've got the best record in the AFC. Chiefs beat the Patriots by 10. That was gross, but they win. Bills destroy the Cowboys. Like Buffalo's a difficult team right now to knock out. Cowboys are so good at home. and so bad on the road. Tonight, Eagles and Seahawks. 7-15 in Seattle. For that game, ABC, ESPN, simulcast. And down the stretch we go for the postseason. Lions destroy the Broncos. That was our lock of the weekend. And what else? Panthers win their second game. Niners over the Cardinals. Rams have come back in the race. They beat the Commanders. NFL football in the can from the weekend that was. And then there, of course, is all the goings-ons in college football, transfer portal, door swinging open left and right. K.J. Jefferson making it official. He is out the door as you get the kicker in. Matty Standridge comes in from Hawaii. You get a guy who can knock it through with one year left to kick to replace Cam Little. But you already got Taylor Green in at quarterback, so maybe you've already addressed that. But K.J. Jefferson making it official after probably an extra two weeks of trying to figure it out more than we expected, he makes his intentions clear. He's going to play one more year of college football, but he's going to do it elsewhere. Interesting. JJ, we wish you well. Played a lot of good football for Arkansas, involved in a lot of meaningful games, and certainly helped the program to get out of the gutter it was in before he got things going here. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I think you do a little bit. Thinking you do. College football semifinals coming up in a couple of weeks. We got bowl games every day starting on Saturday. These early ones are a little rough. Western Kentucky in action today, if you're interested. All right. Um, 7.32 as we are hitting a half hour in here. Eric Musselman, not a happy camper, as you might expect after his team's performance against Lipscomb. Had the chance to grab some sound. Chop it down to the bare essentials. What is going on with this hog hoops team right now? Here's Eric Musselman from after the game on Saturday night. Well, first of all, in the past, we've done a really good job of, of milking shot clock when we get up like that. A lot of people don't understand it. Tonight's a great example of why you do it. I let them play. Should have clock managed better. 
Um, again, you know, you think with the veteran team that you'll be able to get good shots on goal. That wasn't the case tonight. You've got to get a lot better in, in so many areas. You're not happy with the way your team played, but it could have been a loss and it was a win. Just how big a relief do you feel? I just know we got a lot of work, so I don't, I, I mean, I would, I would be uh, not telling the truth if I said I was relieved. I'm, uh, I'm disappointed. Must it seem like 50-50 balls all year have been a little bit of a problem. And in that run, it seemed like it was a big problem. What what's not working there? Well, I mean, fifty fifty balls, Kevin. I don't I don't know if it's anything other than just reaction, uh, alertness, and reaction. You know, keeping the ball in front, not having straight line drives, reaction to loose balls. I mean, it's you know, you're not going to do loose ball drills and all of a sudden become better at it. I mean, there was a baseline out of bounds play, and we weren't even matched up. So we got to become way more alert. We have to have way more sense of urgency. You know, all things that we'll continue to discuss um, and talk about. Eric, when Devo's going to the rim under a minute left and he scores. Well, you know, I probably would have wanted to milk the clock a little. You know, he made the shot, so it, it turns out great for us. You know, he's an aggressive downhill guy, um, and he's done that in the past for us in late games. So, you know, it was a big basket. We should have gone to the rim a lot more during the course of the game than than what we did, to be honest with you. I mean, for, for Lipscomb to have 10 more shots than us is, is uh, you know, it's is, is, is a concern. Looks like you played 12 or 13 guys today. I guess what's the concern of, of being at this point and still trying to figure out what lineups work, what buttons work? Well, normally people are telling us we need to play more. Now we're playing more and, we you know, we're getting asked questions, should we play less? So, um, well, I mean, we're trying to figure out who we are. You know, plain and simple. I mean, we're trying to figure out who we can rely on on a nightly basis, who plays with consistency, who can react to loose balls, who can defensive rebound, so who can keep the ball in front of them. So there's a lot of things that we're searching for. Getting to the point where you had a 20-point lead, you had a couple of them, actually. What were you feeling good about, or what had you seen up to that point? I thought the ball was moving. I thought we were playing with good pace. You know, and you have to respect a scrappy team like Kalipscom. I mean, you have to, you know, you have to respect him every possession. I thought we got careless with the ball, shot selection. Got to look at, at plus minuses tonight. Got to go back and evaluate the film when they made their run. So there's a lot of things we got to do. Was it the zone that took that away and then kind of led to the problems? No, I don't think. I don't think the zone took it away at all. I mean, I Mitchell scored two baskets late when we had to have him, so he scored six. Two of them were literally we had to have baskets against their zone. And he got wide open looks, one thrown over the top by Devo when he was in the middle of the zone. Um, and then another one on the baseline. So not really. I thought Graham was pretty good. And then we had a couple turnovers with Graham in the middle of the zone. And that's why we went to Kai to try to get our center out of the middle of the zone and get our center back down to the dunker spot. You know, and Jalen Graham, such a he's such a gifted, skilled offensive player, but we need him to defensive rebound. I mean, you know, he had one rebound tonight and and uh, we feel like he can, you know, he can rebound more per minute than what we're getting because offensively, he's super, super gifted. From Minifield tonight, I know that I may have missed that already, but it seemed like he really gave you a big spark in the minutes he had. You know, it's hard to throw a guy in there 10 games in. I mean, he's, how assertive can he be? You know, he's probably trying to fit in and but, but I am really happy that, that we won a game and we got him minutes in a close game, which it ended up being a close game. Sometimes it's hard to throw a guy in like that. And I mean, I, I do feel like tonight was another learning experience for us on they got to play better. You know what I mean? What's next week look like leading into 
Yeah, I mean, we'll practice Monday and, and practice Tuesday and practice Wednesday and practice Thursday and try to get better. I mean, that's that's all you can do. I mean, you, you've, you've got a track record of getting things figured out, turning it around. I mean, just how do you feel this? Yeah, I don't, I don't think we can. Every team's different. Every team's got its own personality. I'm not going to have dinner with, with Mariah and Danielle and say, hey, we got, we'll, we'll be all right. We're going to figure it out. I'm not, I'm not under that mindset just because it's happened in the past. We've got to play better in so many areas. We'll keep coaching, and then uh, hope, hopefully you get some execution on the floor. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think the narrative of, you know, it's happened in the past. Um, I mean, we played really good basketball against Purdue. In the next Bish game, we played really good basketball against, uh, you know, Duke. And, um, and then we got to get better in, in all, all the other games. Playing as many guys as you are, do you take anything away from this game before watching film, or do you still need to do that, obviously? I have a better idea. Now, you can play really hard, but if you're not productive, I can't, you know, so yeah, we, uh, yes, we do. Yeah, we, I, I have, uh, you know, some, a better feel now than I did. And so, you know, that's what you roll with. You roll with what you see and what you feel and, and, uh, what personalities fit. That's, that's how we'll go. There's no traits that our past teams had. Wow. How about that? We'll cut that right there before we hit the break. Okay. Eric Musselman telling you he's concerned in as many words about this team as he can offer up for you in six, seven minutes. A lot of things they are lacking right now that previous teams were not lacking. And um, I, I just, I really respect the, uh, the mentality. You win the game by three, you listen to the coach there You'd have thought they lost that basketball game. That was not the case. All right, quick break. We need to do it. A little over a half hour in, working on 35 minutes. It is the real NWAJB coming to you live from the Bunker Studio, Team B Media. You get the chance to see behind the curtain, as so many y'all do, working with two, 300, doing it live every day, and then another six, 700 who are doing it via podcast and downloading later. And you know what? No judgment here. Time shifting. That's what today's media landscape is all about, my friends. I get it. I get it. You decide when you can listen. Well, break. We'll come back. Question of the day is up. After listening to Muss, how does that affect your mindset? How concerned are you about this Hawk Hoops team? We're right back. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! 
If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Pig Suey. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. There's always good stuff out there. It doesn't go away. You just got to dig a little bit more this day and age. Proliferation of media. There's a lot of mediocre stuff out there, too. It also might mean your usual methods of connecting to the material that you like to listen to have changed. Could mean that. That is not the same. And if that's the case, good for you adapting, rolling with the punches, being one of those people. Just a little bit smarter than everyone else. You don't take no for an answer. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe around the tweets or the X or whatever you want to call it at the real NWAJB. Doing it Facebook.com. Slash the real NWAJB. We do pictures sometimes. Need to do more of that probably on Instagram at the real NWAJB. Or you can pop on the people's post game shows. They're a lot of fun. We let you inside the bunker studio or on location, as the case may be. Some big plans get out and about here in the new year and do some more live stuff. Feel like 2024 is going to be our best year yet. But YouTube channel. Go after it right now. Josh Bertuccini or the real NWAJB. It'll pop up for you and you're through that door too. All right. Enough with that stuff. Back to the conversation at hand. Arkansas Razorback basketball. As this Hog Hoops team plays some games and we get to know it a little bit. And Keon Menefield makes his Arkansas Razorback debut and is mildly effective. You obviously have to ask the question about concern. And so this morning, bright and early, sipping on the coffee, we asked you concern level for Razorback men's basketball right now. First couple hundred votes coming in Twitter and Facebook already. How about medium trending up 50% of the early vote? How about it? First couple hundred here, medium trending up, extremely high, getting approximately 30% of the vote. 
No worries till SEC. 15% of the vote. This is much neater voting breakdown work out of y'all than usual. So thank you for that. And then still pretty low. Like your concern is, has not really ratcheted up yet. That's at 5%. Okay. I could see some of that. Um, there is a track record, no, ma- no matter how much Eric Musselman wants to say that, that doesn't factor into the past. There still is a track record of this team finding it as the seasons unfold. I don't think it's appropriate to be hitting the panic button too aggressively yet. Some people press those buttons very aggressively. Other folks are just a little more go with the flow. Top of the Facebook crew. Clay writes in still trusting the process should be an answer as well. Joshua, come on, Mus, get this figured out for, for us. Also, why in the world are we playing any sports in little rock ever? Clay, I like your style, my friend. Little Rock is just, it's just not worth it. It's not worth it in basketball. It's not worth it in football. It's not worth it in baseball. I mean, if you're listening to the show and you're in Little Rock, you know, I appreciate you. I'm thinking of James and DK, Dewan. What's Dewan? Not cross it. Help me out there. It's not Conway either. Whatever. That's not my point. My point is here. We got, we got listeners scattered around the state around the region, heck around the world who love the Razorbacks. I don't think that means Little Rock needs to have games played there anymore just because you have a lot of Hog fans there. Just seems like that ship sailed, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. And here we are in almost 2024 and we're still talking about playing games in Little Rock for the University of Arkansas. I mean, what's next? We're going to start talking about radio again. It's the mid 2020s. Open your eyes. Evolve with the times. It's not 1924. 2024. Play where you are. You don't have to go other places to play. It's the day and age of internet and all-encompassing reach from right where you are right now. If you've got the right stuff uh, at your fingertips. Lance writes in and says, JB, I would say my concern level is medium, but trending up. Must said it himself right there in the sound you played. Veteran team, and we couldn't hold a 20-point lead. That starts to be concerning, but I still feel the best is in front of these guys. You have to believe so. I'll say this as well. I'm a little confused at this point about the difference between a veteran team and a young group. Because we've heard it argued both ways. Like this team is a veteran group because they have so much career experience or they're a younger group because they haven't played together that much. What is it? What do you think it is? I don't know. I'm asking for a friend. Darren, my man D-Dubs, who was brutalized by your boy JB a couple weeks ago for somebody else posing as D-Dubs. See, that's the danger just like the KJ Jefferson Stan accounts, the fake accounts. You give the guy a bad name when he didn't even say anything. But anyway, Darren can handle it. He's a grown up. Uh, D-dubs, medium trending up. Not a lot of heart and desire out there right now. And that's probably partially due to our lack of a true rotation and team identity. Darren in Lone Oak, bringing it with the basketball insight and knowledge. How about Cody? My guy, Mr. Time Shift, medium concern, Joshua. Seems like this team has no rhythm, 
poor, clear leadership. It also seems like we have the inability to finish games. Well, Mm. what's your concern level for Arkansas Razorback basketball? My guy, JB, Mr. Jones and me storming through the body. Oh, JB says it's extremely high. When I look at the beautiful television, I want to see Musk staring right back at me. He didn't say that. He said, we've got to move the ball better and move without the ball. Can we run an offense instead of being a perimeter passing team until the shot clock's at five? So frustrating that we're getting out hustled like this too. Go Hogs. JB, great take. And thanks for posing as my Adam Duritz this morning. Greg writes, no worries for this Hog fan until mid-January, Joshua. If we're 0-3 or 1-2 after the Florida game, we will we will need to be worried then. Okay, looking ahead. Chris in Missouri. Anderson, Missouri. Anderson, Mizzou, to be exact. Chris writes in, I'm definitely trending up somewhere between medium and high. Didn't think we'd be here right now. Me, neither. Chuckles, Greenland. Where's the heckles head of Chuckles? We haven't had a lot of heckling. Chuck's been a good soldier lately. See how long that lasts. Chuck, medium. Oh, Musk can get it figured it out. Come on, Chuck. Give me a little more spice than that. Chuck's like, you want me to be vanilla? I'll be vanilla. Still a good take. Craig, medium. Dan, I'd say pretty low. Really, Dan? Not too deeply concerned with what you've seen. I wonder if you did watch the Lipscomb game. That game was televised, by the way, Frankie boy. Frank's saying, how do I know when it wasn't televised? It was televised. You just had to try to find a way to get it on your smart computer, smart screen, but it's doable. Waylon, medium trending up. It gets harder and harder to not feel a little stress about what I thought was going to be a great season. The more that I watch this team, Christopher writes in my man and grab it. Says definitely medium trending up. Joshua, many more years of this. And I'll become a typical car guy that doesn't care about sports. Oh, Chris, you got to stay committed to the bit, brother. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. You're right, though. A lot of car guys are not sports guys. I think that's one of the reasons I struggle to embrace NASCAR as a legitimate sport is because I know a lot of people turn to it because of its difference, because it's kind of an illegitimate sport. It is what it is. All right. Uh, get your thoughts at any time you want. We're talking a lot of basketball today. Arkansas plays Abilene Christian on Thursday. Also try to get themselves another dub team. Trying to figure out its point guard. Is it Debo? Is it Menafield? Is it Layden blocker? I don't think you know yet. And this is going to be an ongoing thing, especially over the next couple of weeks of practice, man, it'd be fun to watch this team get after in practice right now. Let's do a little college football bowl update work. You have had what, six games already? Is it six? No, it's seven. I'm sorry. Seven games go final in the college football slate already. Ohio opened it up in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. That's a cool town. Kind of like the Jersey Shore in South Carolina. That's how that town feels. 41-21. A long time. I mean, like 20 years since I've been in Myrtle Beach. Ohio 41 over Georgia. Southern's 21. Let's go win for them. Uh, Green Wave? Big Wave? Is that Ohio? The Green Wave? Just the Bearcats? It was just the Bearcats. A&M over Howard in the Cricket Celebration Bowl. Because celebrate some cricket every now and then. We wouldn't have baseball without it. Jacksonville State over Louisiana Lafayette, 34-31 in overtime. That was a good game. 
in the Carrier New Orleans Bowl. Another one that'd be fun to be at. I just want to go to the destinations of the games and not watch the games. Stayed over Miami of Ohio 13 to 9 and the avocados from Mexico Bowl. See, like again, let's go do a little Mexico. Uh Fresno State over New Mexico State 37 to 10 in the New Mexico Bowl. New Mexico's a great state to visit. You see uh, food, unbelievable. Give me some green and red Christmas salsa right now. Um, UCLA and Boise State. You got UCLA 35 and Boise State 22. That was in the Starco Brands LA Bowl. Okay. Texas Tech over California 34 to 14 last night in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Today, Western Kentucky, I told you, against Old Dominion, 130 on ESPN in the famous Toastery Bowl. Hard to take all of these games seriously. Tomorrow, San Antonio against Marshall in the Coffee Frisco Bowl. And let's see what else. Thursday, South Florida and Syracuse. Six and six and six and six. Thursday, ESPN. Q's favored by three. How about the transfer? Did you see that? Kyle McCord, the starting quarterback at Ohio State, the starting quarterback at Ohio State this year, who went 11 and one as a starter, transferring to Syracuse. That is the highest ever and most unbelievable ever. Get by Syracuse in this day and age in the last 20 years in this millennium to get a five-star quarterback out of high school, a guy who now is playing time at Ohio state went 11 and one last year. And he wants to play football for Syracuse next year. He's a Jersey kid. So he obviously has no idea what he's doing from Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Those Jersey guys are just nuts. And uh, he wants to play at Syracuse for Fran Brown, their new head coach. It was the line coach at Georgia last year. How about it? Syracuse got a recruit. How much do you think they paid him to go there? There's not enough money in Syracuse to afford him, by the way, not for football, maybe for basketball. Maybe Carmelo chipped in. He already put his name on the practice facility. I would think that took at least a million dollars and probably a guaranteed degree from Newhouse. He probably wants to be a sports broadcaster or something. I tell you, those knuckleheads with the sports broadcasting, you guys, you're just crazy. So that's where we're at with college football. NFL tonight, pretty juicy Monday night game. Desperation mode for the Seahawks, who've almost slipped and, and slided their way out of this thing. Think of the Paul Simon song. Seahawks six and seven. Uh, Eagles are 10 and three. If you're a Dallas fan, you're watching this one eagerly rooting against the Eagles. Um, it's in Seattle. So Philly has to go West against the time zone. Jalen hurts dealing with the flu, this bug that's been going around hitting pretty much everybody. And, uh, he's been downgraded to questionable for the game. If he doesn't play Marcus Mariota, will get the start for Philly tonight and Eagles trying to get that one seed in the NFC. So work to be done there. Seattle trying to keep itself alive in the playoff chase at seven and seven. Although it doesn't look like that's going to be enough to get you in right now. But Eagles, a three and a half point favorite in that game tonight. And then coming up on Thursday night, you get Saints and Rams, seven and seven each a piece in that game. You get two games on Saturday, Bengals, Steelers, and Bills, Chargers. 
And then you get games on Sunday and Christmas day this year. How about the Raiders and chiefs playing in Kansas city on Christmas day, Ravens, Niners, Christmas night. That'll be a fantastic game. Patriots and Broncos Christmas Eve, Cowboys and dolphins, three 30 on Christmas Eve day. Can you keep all that straight? But we got so much football coming our way the next couple of weeks. It's going to be absolutely awesome. All right. That was a fun first hour today on a Monday, hitting the ground running. No Christmas vacation yet here, though. We may have watched it at least once already. Waiting to throw Scrooge on here this week. That's what I'm really looking forward to. And uh, man, so good to have you on board. The conversation as we continue here on Team B Media, live from the Bunker Studio. You're all awesome to be here. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. One week away from it. And uh, hope you got your shopping done. If not, it's not too late yet. We'll call it good in hour one. Come back a little more from Bobby Swafford. And then back to our question of the day. Concern level for Razorback basketball before we wrap it here. Josh Bertaccini with you. Real NWAJB. Coming back. <laughs>